Welcome everybody to the Splinter Talk Show. We are now on episode five and some familiar faces if you haven't seen them before. You probably missed episode three, so you need to go go back and watch it, listen on the podcast, Spotify, Apple, all those things. Uh, but thank you guys for being here, chat. Or if you are listening to the replay on all those podcast platforms later on, thank you Zen Sports as well for sponsoring the show today. But let's get our guest, uh, Rogue, for the second time. Rogue Patton, this time we got your name correct there on the stream. So how do you do? What's up? If you want to give a quick shout out so that people know uh, who you are if they haven't seen you before. Yeah, no, glad to be back. Uh, I think if I remember, I listened to episode four. And so your current dude that was trying to go for the most times he's been here is still stuck at two. No, I mean, Jim, Jim is uh, this is three because Jim was the one that was trying to get on last week. So unfortunately, you did not time up this week. Okay. All right. So I just need to be on without Jim. All right. Yeah. Known for later. <laughs> but yeah, no, I'm uh, I'm Rogue Patton. I stream Splinterlands TV every Monday night from 9 p.m. Eastern to 11 p.m. Eastern. And I post regularly to Peak D and uh, play Splinterlands and Gods Unchained very regularly. I have a there you go. big background was, in trading cards. Yeah, how's your Splinterlands streams gone so far? You've had two of them, right? Yeah, no, I have absolutely loved it loved it like i was doing testing and i was streaming to my own channel just to get my family and everybody in the groove for monday night it's like we're gonna commit monday night we're gonna commit monday night we've been doing that for like six weeks because this took forever (laughs) since we got in but then when we finally went live and i had like the splinterlands audience even just some of them i was like hey what's up guys so yeah last week i actually had to stream during the maintenance for carnage right yeah and that was awesome (laughs) it was awesome because i was i was reading the thing live and i was excited i'm like yeah so cryptomancer says that we're gonna go into maintenance downtime at 10 so i'll be open the i'll be able to open mine at oh 11 i'll be done (laughs) great so we won't be able to watch that on my stream (laughs) but no we had a great time like working for ron has been great ron's been in the stream uh the whole time and he was very generous during my stream and went into peak d and started like upvoting some people and his vote carries a lot of weight and so like it was a very good community experience during that maintenance time yeah ron is awesome also known as ron mom if you want to at him just in case <laughs> but uh yeah real glad to have you on here again as an excellent card player and jim of course third time it seems like you are literally here you're there you're everywhere you know I'm we're hanging out man. the tournament last weekend i see yeah. you on Dwayne streams i mean yeah. who have you not collabed with at this point i don't even know uh <sighs> I guess, yeah, last weekend I was with hanging out with Bulldog for a little bit. So does that tournament count? I mean, yeah, we were, we were chatting with him. You know, all we right, were I, on I stream with... with him, I guess. But, you know, I think it counts. Only one is now like Crypto Llama, I guess. Yeah, you know? get it. Those Australian time zones, man, those are hard to deal with. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, Sweet. Uh, well, in case someone doesn't know your face, I guess go ahead, shout yourself out or yeah, tell people if you guys are. don't know who I am, I'm Jim Morgan, HNH, uh, big time streamer, YouTuber, have the most followers on Twitter and Instagram, and also Christian Mingle, if yep. you'd like to follow me on there. Um, also, can you follow people on Christian Mingle? I don't, I don't know, even man. Think. Swipe <laughs> left on Christian Mingle. Sinner. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, I also do uh, tabletop board gaming 
content over on Hobbies and Happiness on YouTube. And uh, we tend to post podcasts, we post news, we post gameplay. So if you got, which is a big thing. When they were talking about the Splinterlands board game they want to make with the minis, I'm like, come on, guys. Come on. One day I'm going to talk to you about it soon, and you got to hook us up. We want to make mm-hmm. a video about it. Yeah, I mean, yeah. that, little, that would be awesome. little figurine was great. Yeah, the Dr. Blight. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Somehow we'll have to figure out a way to, like, I don't know, to stream the top of a game board, <laughs> and people can, all the streamers can tell people the moves. I don't know how to do that, but that'd be cool. I got you. And I, I've been uh, streaming like when you do the physical trading card games, you absolutely have to have the downward facing tabletop. So we got you. Okay. We can do it, Luke. There we go. Jim, yep. Rogue, I'm, I'm ready. I'm ready. That would be awesome. Maybe. Yeah. So uh, today's episode, there was, I, you know, I was kind of like thinking throughout this week. I was like, you know, what, what should we talk about? Like, you know, usually you have a main topic. And after yesterday's town hall, I kind of just threw that all away because I was like, Man, there's so much stuff that they talked about that I feel like we just kind of need to digest and maybe pick each other's brains. You know, everything from the, you know, power requirements for the modern, uh, the reward pools, starter cards being, you know, taken away as far as earnings here eventually. You know, the discussion that we're going to have around bots. Everyone, like, when I was streaming yesterday after the town hall, I didn't even finish it, but people came in and there was like more chats than ever of just question after question i was like oh my gosh just wait till the podcast please (laughs) dude yesterday's town hall was so big i would i left there i'm like oh my god oh my god Mm -hmm. (laughs) mm-hmm yeah i finished it and i was like crap i have to buy more sps now (laughs) i was i was talking to my girlfriend about it she doesn't like really keep up with it but I'm like, I have to tell someone about this. <laughs> I have to tell She has no idea what you're talking <laughs> about. And she's just like, what? <laughs> she understands a little bit. Oh, God. Yes, okay. dear. Well, we'll, we'll yes. get into all the juicy things and chats if you want to give us your hot takes as well. But before, I want I wanted just a little warm, warm up here because Rogue, you already mentioned it here. Carnage Titan out and about here. Have you guys been playing it? What are your thoughts? Oh, yeah. I have not actually. I have not been able to play it yet. Uh, I just recently looked at the distribution on it, and I see that it has actually quite a few thousand less than all the other legendaries. So, like, my play was to kind of chill and let it drop in price for a little bit. But like, no. But as soon as we're done with this, I got to go buy my Carnage Titan because it is definitely the least printed legendary that we currently have. So, yeah, I got to go get it, and then I'll let you know. I was gonna say, didn't the price when it like first came out? I remember seeing it around eleven to twelve bucks, and now mm-hmm. it's sitting around like sixteen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it's the it's the first legendary. I feel like that's gone up in price after yeah. like really the bulk of it came out, yeah, which was why I was like in my video, I'm just gonna, as you said, Rogue, I'm like, I'm just gonna chill. I, uh, why buy it now? And now it's exactly. up sixteen I didn't look bucks. At the distribution I mean, first, like that's what I was, and I I had already I did an article in the very beginning with Uraeus and Boxira, like, and I was very familiar with the distribution with Grum, Isa, and and I just I didn't I didn't do my math on this one, but I could have. You know what I mean? Like they gave us like how many packs per and I could have known that this was going to be more or less printed than the rest. And I was just like, man, it was it's also a thing of, um, you know, since we've had the million before Carnage Titan, a lot more people were just opening packs so those legendaries were already also out in circulation as soon as you opened up the packs. So now Mm -hmm. if we wait a little bit, there's just going to be more and more Carnage Titans eventually. 
eventually but like i guess that's what i was thinking about is like the algorithm specifically to opening packs doesn't look at what is already printed right and tries to even that because like grum isa and like so like there will always still be that gap where like grum isa and lira are all like Mm -hmm. five grand more in circulation and then carnage titan will always be like three grand less two grand less roughly so yeah yeah, this is seeming that way you know so like that's that's kind of what i'm keeping my my eyes on and specifically when we get into the legendary summoners like it's like all right i need to really do my math when that pd article comes out and it's like hey (laughs) this many packs is this many cards i'm gonna be like oh what is that well it's all it's all gonna be summoners from here on out so whatever they are Mm -hmm. i'm sure they're gonna be a lot more expensive but jim how about you i mean just besides the price point here that we're seeing just gameplay wise what what have you been thinking about he's it. he's extremely powerful you know and it's you know uh i think it was in your video you were talking about the thorns right mm-hmm. and it's like okay but he has the armor to protect yeah. himself against the thorns and when you get him to gold yeah. he has the shield so now he only takes one damage from the thorns but aside from that since he has reach He's in the second line, so he already has a form of defense by having someone in the front line already. And then if you're using him in green with Grund, you then have a second line of defense because you're probably going to use the uh, uh, the taunt monster as well. So now your Grund's protected, your Carnage Titan's protected, just doing so much damage output. I yeah. Well, I and I think I want to see more of this guy. Yeah. And I think too, I don't know if you guys are feeling this, but since they raised the mana cap max to what was it like from 50, 50 to, 60, to 60, I think is what they said, besides mm-hmm. the 99 mana battle, yeah. obviously. I just feel like, especially in gold, a little bit on my alt account in silver, I'm just finding more and more times where I'm like, I literally don't have the cards to fill mm-hmm. out the mana cap for mm-hmm. this battle. So I, I think yeah. the fact that they have another 11 mana card and it is so powerful, it's like, okay, finally, even on my silver account, if I use Chaos Dragon Carnage Titan, I can finally get enough mana into this battle. And on my gold account, I have to add Robo Dragon Knight to that just to <laughs> yeah. fill out the team. But it, when I do, obviously, it's super powerful. Yeah, and specifically on the on the lines of Carnage Titan, I think there was like two areas that are amazing with it. Like when I go to my Dragon lineup, I'm very heavy in front tanks, right? There's like four or five good front tanks that you can run, but like there, everything else that you got to build is uh like it it just doesn't have that like having a solid reach double strike is just fantastic because you were already really heavy in melee but then number two like you look at previous metas and this is already proven to be great like when you can do double strike outside of first position it's a fantastic strategy because you look at like uh silver uh silver knight assassin um was all was meta for all the time before we rotated you know and that became oh it's still meta just oh i'd still yeah sorry when it. you guys are <laughs> when you guys in your gold and silver leagues but um yeah I don't, I don't see it too much down in uh down in bronze but the uh but yeah you we we've already got data points that says if you can do double strike outside of first position you are yeah. awesome like Same uh axe ax, ax master you know yeah, anytime yeah. you can do it it's a good you also yeah. look at the pelicor arbalist and and white the range with mm-hmm. Salone, you're pumping out a exactly. lot of damage as well. Six damage uh, at base level. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. And especially when you can add inspire and then you're just stealing. I mean, when oh, I was yeah, getting that level inspire. two sucker double inspired and it's doing five damage twice in a row. Oh, man. I mean, that's just that's too powerful for that for that scenario. Obviously, that's you can't <laughs> do that every single time. But yeah. I was trying to think of some other colors that go really well with uh, with Carnage Titan. For sure, green and blue, 100%. Mm-hmm. But once you also get to gold with red, you have access to Tusk, which has the um, the Inspire as well. So you could go Tusk, Tusk in the front. Nice. He himself then goes to three damage with a huge body mm-hmm. and, um, and void as well. So now he's tanking up the mages the magic attacks as well and then you look at the serpentine spy you have the tenyi striker as well you're just mowing down their entire line destroying everyone with so much damage output it's mm-hmm. nuts yeah i mean i feel like it's slowly i mean obviously it's going to depend on what rift watchers the new summoners all those stuff it comes out what it's like but i feel more and more that, you know, a couple months ago, it was all about how much magic damage can you spam. Yeah. And it's still a little bit that way. I think in modern format, we're not going to see that as much because obviously Ulrich and Delwin are both out. So I'm feeling like all of a sudden melee is becoming more and more important. I don't know if you guys sense that as well. Mm, it, I do think. Go ahead. Go ahead. So like melees, yeah, I find myself often like my first check is, is there an answer to magic? Yes, no. Right. But then... I find myself in a situation because of Kelia being deterred from melee often, unless I know that I can get away with it. So, like, if I'm looking at a rule set where it's like red, white, uh, black, oh, yeah, we, we're, we're going to go melee, right? Or if it's something silly like melee can attack from everywhere, then, yeah, we absolutely load up, right? Yeah. But anytime Kelia is an option, if I'm just going, like, standard melee... I really, I, I still don't think, like, because it's weird. We were in one meta right before this where we had blue was the magic deck and blue beat red all the time, right? Blue beat red, 100%. And then we shifted to this new meta and blue is a totally different deck, but blue still beats red. Like, mm-hmm. and so I, I, I still, it's like, and especially since Mylor is still around, like, it's very hard for me to commit hard to melee. Like, I want to, because, oh boy, can you pack some big hits. Hmm. Yeah. Well, it's going to be interesting to see how the meta plays out, especially with all these new cards. I mean, that was one of the cool things. They mentioned new reward cards potentially coming in the next few months as well. Yeah. So there's there's a lot of cards coming, which will be, you know, one thing obviously that means financially is a whole nother thing. But just talking about meta, every time they introduce new cards especially legendary summoners that's just going to change up everything so it'll be kind of fun as we walk through this podcast for the next couple months covering the meta changes as well but i want to get you guys takes one of the biggest things i think they mentioned was modern format they finally came out you know they've been kind of skirting this question i feel like for months and months now and they haven't 100 percent confirmed it but they did say most likely power requirements will be half of the card power requirements for the modern format. Now, I didn't see any confirmation that it's, it's saying like, hey, only your modern cards count towards those power requirements for the modern format, which would make sense, right? Yeah, it would. But it wasn't confirmed. And I think most players anyways nowadays, right, unless you got in really when Untamed was cheap or you know, you're here in the beginning for alpha beta, probably most of our card power is in modern 
cards anyways. So mm -hmm. what are you guys thinking about this? Is half too much? Are you guys celebrating? Are you terrified of that? I mean, like, what are your, what was your I've reaction been, to that? I've been calling for half for quite some time now. A lot of people weren't like too on board with it, but it's, they're going from half of what the points were for uh, untamed, right? And going forward, if they keep the same number, you're in theory would need double of what you would need from the previous ones, right? So all the cards get cut in half. So Chaos Legion's half of uh, everything from Untamed. Once Untamed rotates, if those next set also is the same as Chaos Legion, it just makes the most sense to cut it from what it is right now in half. Yeah. Sure, I, right now you could say, oh, but since Untamed is in, why don't they just cut it by uh, 25%? Well, because eventually that's also <laughs> going to rotate out. Well, and the supply, right, is a tenth yeah. of Chaos Legion. So for people to go out and buy power through Untamed, you're going to be paying through the nose compared to yeah. buying power with Chaos Legion cards. And, and Weird Beard here in the chat, we do get a confirmation. According to him here, uh, modern cards are going to be the ones that count towards your power requirements. So good. Uh, thank, thank you, you weird, weird. For also uh if uh if that's the case why do gladiator cards count for wild right now well that and that's what i was talking about with my guild is it gonna is <laughs> hey, the gladiator cards gonna count towards Jim? modern because if not then what what you don't, you don't take that from me <laughs> <laughs> you, don't, you don't take my free power <laughs> is that a bug <laughs> Is that a bug? <laughs> i mean rogue what, what were some of your initial thoughts there about this whole announcement um, I'm I'm totally fine with it. Uh, hundred percent with the way it's set up right now. I I totally agree. Um, and and I hope that I I believe that modern is going to be continually rotating. Like I, yeah. I would say that's what I imagine it being. Always it's the two is new sets, year. right? Two years. Yep. So what I would well, every every year there's the oldest set is going to drop off. Cool. So what I what I what I pray that this does is this solidifies where power is going to be for the rest of the sets yeah because that's something that's been in my mind for a while is like okay are we going to have again next set are we going to have after that like how like in three years are people going to be having commons with one power you know what i mean like no. you can't go I, down so much from there Exactly. So, like, having the wild format be crazy and having alpha, beta, and untamed kind of be of higher power. The first three sets, sure, absolutely. I would love it if we just locked in on what it what power is per card from here on. And with a rotating modern, I think that would absolutely be fine. You know what I mean? So. Yeah, I mean... Uh, I'm. I was someone that was celebrating this announcement. I know some people are a little bit worried about the investment side, and I'll come to you, Jim, with that in a second. But just as a player, as a Krill community, that's like, hey, we don't have a ton of money. I mean, even now, right? You're talking about eighty to a hundred, a hundred dollars of slowly investing, buying just the worst cards in the game, right? Just the the lowest commons, the lowest reward cards. Those Usually, are my those are ones to buy. <laughs> well. <laughs> Yes, but I'm you just guys, saying, like, you if you're shooting for exploding rats, <laughs> <laughs> got rats. I do actually. I need a few more to get that. Uh, <laughs> what is it? The redemption ability. <laughs> but I, I think you know the problem is that often if you're going for silver three power, if you're starting this game, you're dropping a hundred bucks and you don't get any summoners. You don't get any cool epic or legendary monsters. That's just the cheap reward cards, and so mm -hmm. you're still paying out 
a, a lot of money just to get the better rewards, but you don't feel like you're getting stronger as a player. And so now I'm like, okay, $50 roughly is what maybe Silver 3 Power is. We'll see what the prices of the market does. That seems a little bit more reasonable. You can also pick up a couple summoners on top of that, maybe get at least one level two summoners, a couple leveled up monsters, all for maybe around a hundred bucks, which seems a lot more reasonable for people to enter in this game. And if they're gonna continue to make bronze rewards so bad compared to silver, that's gonna be a lot easier for people to reach. So in that sense, I'm excited. But Jim, as someone that you're really thinking about those investments and stuff, are you worried about, okay, all this card power I'm buying now, in the sense for investment or to rent out, all that's gonna become less valuable because the requirements are getting cut in half. Mm. Uh, it's definitely a thing to consider. Um, would I say I'm worried about it? No, not really. Um, the thing about it is, you know, if if it is easier to get into those levels tier, it's going to be uh, easier for people to then join the game and then, you know, then get to those levels. So it could also just be more influx of players then coming in. And if it isn't at that point, if it's cheaper, people that are using bots as well, it's going to be easier for them to then increase the level of the bot for them to get a decent ROI on that. So then if they're renting cards or they're then buying cards, it's it's also helping the market. Yeah, so you're in, in your mind, whatever happens as far as power requirements, as long as we're getting new players in, maybe yeah. new bots, we'll talk about that in a little <laughs> bit, uh, that you're not too worried about. Guys, as far bots as the are not part. dead, okay? They're not dead. <laughs> they're not dead there may have been a little bit of clickbait but hey there's a discussion there's a discussion to be had so <laughs> uh rogue any other uh thoughts about the modern format i mean how much how much power do you have i don't even know oh so or i i have a, i think about fifty-two thousand right now i did go on a little bit of a spending spree last night so um <laughs> nice yeah i dropped like 250 dollars on reward uh epics through commons for like beta alpha or like beta uh untamed and all that stuff that it didn't have because fun fact you get into these noob tournaments right and they're like they're like oh come do this one dec thing where you can be novice only but like reward cards are legal and you get stomped by some of them old ones like somebody's got a prismatic yeah. energy and you don't have a prismatic energy you get stomped is uh, right so what's its name uh the seer the mushroom seer is that a reward no card? yes yes the the mushroom yeah. seer is a reward card yeah, also dude, that card's broken super meta yeah. right now you have yeah. to rent it for yeah. tournaments if so you like like all of a sudden like they, they have these tournaments designed they're like oh yeah everyone's getting the reward cards they want to play their gin chihuahua and you're like oops i can also not play gin chihuahua unless i bought one of the epic dragon rulers because you banned legendary summoners yeah. and there are no non-dragon legendary summoners unless you buy one of the ones so you, see, like, you want to be good in the noob stuff you got to still drop 250 bucks <laughs> anyway that aside yeah uh i i'm fine with the power pay to win do whoa 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 what game is not pay to win <laughs> let's be real yeah but it's also like you can pay and still lose like that's the fun part it's like yeah i i will pay to compete yeah but um no the uh the distribution is fine by me they're doubling the reward pool so everybody like anything being claimed on the uh 
uh, modern side is not really going to touch the rewards on the other side, right? So anybody that still has that 100k plus power, like they're going to do better in gold and wild because there's going to be less people there than the people that are up in uh, like, let's say people did make it to diamond and modern. You know, there's going to be a lot more people at the higher tiers in modern, which means that there's going to be less funds distributed even at the top tiers. Right. So like that's how, how I picture it. Like there's almost going to be a flood at the lower part of wild and like gold. I say gold is going to be like the new silver and modern. You know what I mean? And so those prize distributions are going to be like pretty low, I would say. And mm -hmm. uh Anybody that does have the power and is willing to play in wild, they'll get they'll get their return for it. it. It does make an interesting conversation, though I think because it you know they talked about making the daily chess and the season chess a little bit different, reworking some of that too. So if they if they make it one for one in mild or sorry wild versus modern, then I don't know because yes, DEC you're probably going to get less per win, right? But as we've seen, DEC price is going back down. It feels like it's going back to the peg. We'll talk about that. But, you know, if, if you're looking at this of, of rewards of, oh, I'm going to get more DEC and wild. But for me, if the power requirements cut in half and all of a sudden I'm in diamond for modern, I'm like, sweet, I'm getting more chests per day, more season in chests by a lot. And mm -hmm. those chests, in theory, based on the way they're setting them up, is probably going to have, hey, you have better odds to get this legendary monster. Yep. You have better odds at getting a pack. I feel like that's mm -hmm. going to outweigh any potential DEC, unless it's like something like crazy, like double, triple, quadruple per win, then to mm -hmm. me, I, th I think it just makes more sense to play modern. But obviously, we can't really tell until we test that. I think well, I mean, Steve puts in a good point. He said this a while back. It's like um, the bots are pretty much going to go where the best overall DEC per win is going to be. So it's going to balance out. So it's like, oh, there's going to be a lot of people playing in modern. Let's go play wild. Well, it's like, all right, well, as soon as the bots know about that, they're just going to go play in the wild format as well. And then that's going to cut your your DEC win as well. My brain just like put together like this magical field. It's a wonderful wild field with trees where all the bots can go free and roam <laughs> And they can they can farm and do their own thing by themselves away from humans. Right. Wild formats. <laughs> oh gosh. I hope it's not only bots there. That would be kind of sad. No. no. Oh man. I doubt it's gonna be. Or if, again, it's the same thing of like, all right, if it's better than now farm in modern, well then people are then going to modern. It's yeah. it's just gonna yeah. balance out. I, I just think as a player though, you're gonna want to stick in modern if you have modern cards i mean the power requirements are easier yeah. you're going to be getting more chests and really let's you know that's what's most fun right unless you're like really grinding out you're gonna look through like all your data sets on both sides and sit down for 10 hours trying to figure out which is better i feel like most people are just going to sit in modern get those chests because that's the fun exciting thing right oh i got a pack today or oh i got 10 potions today wow that sucked like that's that's where you get yeah. like more of those dopamine hits so i'm, I'm assuming that's where most people are going to be playing mm -hmm. but i don't know we'll see i mean i, I want to get you guys thoughts as well with modern wild we're probably roughly a month out here we've already seen dec prices saying go down now we're gonna have two reward pools 
dumping out double DEC. Mm-hmm. Jim, as the uh, financial guru here, financial uh, advice only from Jim.com. <laughs> Don't do well, your own research. Listen <laughs> to me. <laughs> what, what do you think about this? Is there any chance for DEC, anything that the team could do to, to make this DC price stay? Are you thinking it's for sure going back to peg or even drop below that? What's your thoughts with this reward uh, pool doubling? <laughs> so it really comes down to it's i think as of right now the price of dec and sps are pretty much trying to stay equal with each other mm-hmm. until we get to a certain point in the airdrop it's i think it'll be like that when sps mm-hmm. goes up in price dec will also climb with it until maybe like a, a month before two months we don't really know the exact time frame it could be 45 days 46 days don't know and until it starts to be really drastic um because we all know holding dec gives you the most amount of sps right um i i can't give you an exact number a time frame but yes it will go back down to its original value and i believe steve brought up another thing of way back in the day you actually used to be able to buy um, DEC for less than what it was as long as you go to like tribal deck or hive engine mm-hmm. and then he was rather than buying packs for two dollars he was he was now being able to do it like that and then be able to buy it for like a dollar eighty a dollar seventy five per pack so on the because secondary market, DEC was the what you could buy packs with right yeah 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 yeah, and they, I think they mentioned that in the town hall that they're eventually going to bring that out. And if mm-hmm. it falls below peg, then we're going to be getting, you know, decent, maybe 10, 20% discounts on packs, depending on yeah. what the price of mm-hmm. DEC is at that time, yeah. if it really does fall that much. So part of me is like, okay, if DEC goes down, I can write out the SPS. And then if it really does fall, maybe we'll just go use that to buy packs. I don't know. Is that what you're mm-hmm. thinking, Jim? The, the one thing. Um... Well, this this is a side note that I wanted to bring up. Um, they did state in the town hall after the airdrop, they have a few plans for SPS as well, but they don't want to put it out there until after the airdrop. I'm like, but but why? Because they want you to FOMO in, Jim. <laughs> buy Come more, buy more. Yeah, I'm like, it's at 10 cents. Like, Come on, people. And not to mention, we saw what happened with vouchers and Waka. Guys, it doubled in price. Why are you selling it for a dollar? Stop it. Because I'm buying it for a (laughs) dollar. You guys keep going, buddy. You guys are doing great. You just feed feed me dollar vouchers. I mean, yeah. You know what? Yeah. Keep selling them. Please. Please. Yep. Hey, and if you want to give me one penny SPS... I'll take it. Oh boy. I'm, I'm down. I'll take that. I'll take it. I am down. Let's go. I remember. I was here. I know what it was. <laughs> and I know where it's going. You want to give it to me for a penny? I'll take it. 100%. If uh, SPS doesn't hit a dollar by 2022 or the end of 2022, I will. Really? I, I will buy more. <laughs> I was, I, I was about to say, that's my punishment. <laughs> I was like, honestly, I, 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 don't, I don't know exactly when it, it'll... I, I, I view all of this stuff like we're not going to have any like big crazy booms until like what? After like the five-year distribution? You know what I mean? Like 
I after this big airdrop, that's going to be one thing. After the private investors are done, then we can actually maybe start to just take a like steady, normal growth that is somehow related to company growth, right? Which I believe that ends next month. Yeah, the, the private, private investor sale, yeah. was, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah, but then the airdrop still has got a couple more months. But like, I think after the airdrop, we can maybe start to see, like, oh, Splinterlands doing good, SPS doing good, whoa. Right. You know, but like right now, it's still I, I don't think it's found a floor yet. Oh, until 100%. the airdrop ends. Yeah, I mean, and the, the big portion after that, right, is the play to earn mechanics, which they haven't introduced. They probably mm-hmm. will after the airdrop. But even then, it's a five year stretch for the play to earn yeah. part of it when it releases, not when the white paper is done. Yeah. So while there's a lot of tokens to go, that distribution is going to be a lot slower. It's going to be and it's also going to not be as easy and it's not gonna be handed to you you know what i mean like they're literally giving away free money right now like at least you got to come back like after this airdrop you'll have to come back and like at least play for it right now like mm-hmm. right now I, I grind sbs tournaments to try to get like 100 sbs a, a week doing novice and bronze sbs tournaments and mm-hmm. so like you know if i can do that better by just playing the game once the once the actual rewards are like staking on players i'm really looking forward to that um you know i i'm totally looking forward to that but i don't know dec i think is just going to go to its peg 100 i don't think there's any reason to even hold it where it's at because it was never designed to be up here and to just kind of reset it here doesn't really make any sense like everyone kind of everyone's kind of like oh man dec has tanked right but like i look at card values and card values have i would say fallen proportionally to uh, like some some like or not I, all of them. let's say reward cards let's say reward cards yeah, sure okay because i i view reward cards and and dec as kind of like comparable right but i view the rest of the market as being very heavily influenced by the sbs airdrop right so like in terms of just general like sales and like the low cp versus dec kind of like balance i always look at the reward cards for that and the reward cards have absolutely followed dec all the way down you know what mm-hmm. i mean so i i don't view this as like a a, a a terrible thing i think once we get back to peg we'll actually be able to move forward with his i you know his concepts of like that stable coin and i absolutely love the idea of going back to where you can use dec to buy you know, the packs by plushies, whatever, I don't know, whatever they're planning, <laughs> you know, but like, and then having the DEC also be on the secondary market to keep it at its peg. If it gets too far away from its peg, people will take advantage of that 100%. They will yeah. go to the open market and make sure that price stays close to the peg. But like right now, there's no reason to keep it up where it's at right now, except for people just want to make more, you know. Yeah, I mean, are you guys spending all your DC right now? Are you guys holding it still at all for the SPS airdrop? I'm holding some, but not a lot. I haven't really made any, uh, because, like, I I haven't been able to find a way to on-ramp funds through, like, fiat into DEC because I'm in the United States, right? So, like, I have to go, like, credit cards then to DEC. I'll show you later. Okay, perfect. (laughs) So, like, I haven't figured out a way to do that yet, so, like, I, all my DEC has just come from within game for the most part. So, like, I'm hovering about 6K there, and that's really all I've ever 
stayed at you know i've just committed to no more rentals i'm just chilling in silver two and just yeah, accumulating almost, now especially but, with the rental market being so whack i mean i can't believe i, I was feeling like with the dec price dropping we're getting less dec per win i'm like okay so hopefully the the rental market catches up and things get cheaper so that we can actually rent card power and things that we need for Dude, whatever I'm, reason it's gotten more and more and more expensive i just can't understand it i, I think it's the auto rental system one 100 it just made it it made it very very renter friendly renter renty yeah. the one giving cards away made it very easy because it just put all of your market all of your sellers on one stage and was like this is what they're willing to pay set the price to match it you know you don't have to guess there's no also fluctuation between cards either like there's no like all right well pelicor mercenary is one thing and the pelicor arbalist is another right no it's just literally collection power you just put a price per dec per collection power and you just here's my stuff and so especially when it gets to end of season and people start fighting and people start getting impatient like honestly it's on the renters it's on the renters still to this day they end of season they still put out bids for like 75 or 90 like cp per dec i've, I've seen like 30 50 yeah, yeah you know, i know in the very beginning like that's where it was but like the fact that they're still doing that now like i i have no i have no sympathy that's all on the consumer just not realizing that they have the power. You have the power. If you don't want to pay ridiculous prices, stop putting in bids for 30 CP per DEC to get loot chests. And well, then if enough of you do it, the market will adjust. Yeah, I mean, it's it's also the thing of they want to get the rewards at the end of the season. So they're most likely going to. They're not going to be like, all right, well, th for these next two months, we're all just not going to do it. Like, they can't even organize everyone to do that. I mean, it's yeah. true, but, well, like, Luke, didn't you do videos, like, where you kind of proved <laughs> that, like, end-of-season loot chests don't pay for rentals? I mean, essentially, actually, what part of the problem is is that it actually is worth it till Silver 3. Like, even at one dec for 50 power the, the amount of chests you get and how much better they are than the bronze chest you can actually go okay, look at yeah, how much you'll silver three yeah yeah you can look yeah, at how much chest value average you'll get on splinter cards and it actually you get slightly more value than if you just stay at bronze oh, 100 because you get out of credits yeah the after credits that though hank after that no one should be renting from silver three to two to one whatever no. just and it, it, i i literally it's been six months I've been playing this game. I finally, this season, put my foot down. So, like, I feel you guys. I feel you, man. It I don't feels even great rank to cards open anymore. up. Huh? I don't even rank cards anymore, like, for my own accounts. Bro. What? How much CP do you have? <laughs> A lot. Yeah. <laughs> you don't need to rent. When, right, when modern format comes much. out, Jim is in champion already, yeah. probably. Look, all right. I used to have a lot more, but I converted it to SPS. Okay. okay. I, all right. Oh, I got you. So I oh, used yeah. to have like uh, about half a mil. Now we're down to about like 150K. But that's spread out to a few other accounts as well. So got it. Um, yeah, and most that. of my money's in packs. So there you go. 
Well, I mean, just to kind of wrap up my thought on the DEC thing, I mean, I, I think we're all saying the same thing. It seems like the team is honestly saying the same thing. We want DEC as a stable thing. Don't expect this thing to go up, right? Mm-hmm. And I think that will maybe give us less rewards, but hopefully some of the reward changes that they're planning with the chest, all those different things, maybe give enough incentive to keep playing. And, you know, as we talked about, it's going to make things a lot better for, hey, if we want to go buy packs at a discount, we want to level up our guilds finally without having to just right? pay so much freaking money for guilds. I mean, it's come down <laughs> a lot, but try starting a guild yeah. two months ago. It was impossible. When I did the math when I first started, right, it was like in order to go to max level hall, it was like 10 grand at peg Uh, at at the amount that it used to be uh, when I when I was first like starting, it was like what triple the amount it is right now yeah something along those lines no no people were asking my community hey luke do you have a guild and this was back in like october november i'm like just to start this freaking thing you guys <laughs> it's 150 dollars of dc to start this dang guild you that's you want me to spend that no yeah yeah you're like you, you, you must have forgot like we're 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 the small fish oh my gosh bring that up to me they're like hey why is your uh, distribution so low compared to everyone else i'm like because i dropped 10 grand at the start that's why get back to work get back to work (laughs) (laughs) oh man good stuff well we'll see what happens brawl to do (laughs) yeah i do i do have some (laughs) right after this podcast oh man well okay let's get into uh let's get into the spicy discussion the clickbait it's all here today let's go starter cards guys starter cards hopefully soon month two i I don't think they gave an exact start date but starter cards will begin to reduce the amount of rewards you earn so when this change happens if you guys didn't hear if you only have starter cards guess how much you get in rewards a fat goose egg and then after that, however many starter cards you use in that lineup, it just says a reduced amount. We don't know. So if it's like, hey, I only use one starter card, maybe you take a you know 20% knock it's on probably, your DC or something like that. Yeah, it's probably X dependent on how many cards were used in the overall. Yeah, fight. right. Yeah. So yeah, if so it was one like, card and it'd be a starter. Yeah. One of them was a starter. Well, then it's 50 off. 50. Or a full line, then it's only like, what, 18% or something like that, 12%. Oh, yeah. yes. That so, one sixth. <laughs> one sixth change. One sixth so, or one seventh if you're talking about summoners as well. Yeah. Well, we'll, we'll see what that that does. But I, I want to – there's two different discussions, I think, and, and we'll talk about the bots second. But I want to talk about the first. Just players in general, how do you think players will feel about this? What is your guys' oh, take? I mean, obviously, for most of us – we already have the starter cards and unless yeah. you're just new to the game or you haven't bought any packs and you've just been getting reward cards. So players perspective <sighs> first before we jump into bots. What are you guys thinking? I think they're pissed. <sighs> <laughs> like, yeah. I don't have rogue. <laughs> oh man. All right. So warning. I have no sympathy for people that don't own cards. Okay period but i Main, want my free rewards Patton. i look all right I, I want to put in nothing and i want to become a millionaire exactly right now today exactly and like you know what you can go you can go to the other nft markets and you can go buy your you know jpeg 
photos for your, you know, your little pictures. But like here, these are trading cards. These are trading cards. You have to buy trading cards. You've always had to buy trading cards before the internet. The internet was the first thing that was like, hey, you know, we can just kind of let you play with these a little bit here for free. But like, you've always had to buy trading cards. Like, I don't. So I, if they're mad, then like, hey, but I, I don't understand because. I was so frustrated when I was down in bronze because I was getting nothing period like less than one DEC per like that. Who wants to stay there? Who wants to do that? You know what I mean? So bots. like, bots. so like that's, I, I, I have free to play I, players. I mean, essentially, right. I mean, $10. Per well, book they don't then... want to stay there. No, no, no. That's a different story. That's I, I that's what I mean. I'm, I would, I would, I would love, like, so you know, maybe, Luke, maybe maybe you can talk to this. You have two accounts. Yeah. You have one where you're trying to do it with, you know, your $10 spellbook and your $1. And you've got, you know, this other one that is all the way up in, uh, what, you get champion? Three or, right no, now. you get no, diamond no, rewards? No, 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 no. Gold three. I, I can hit rating at the end of this season because everyone's yeah, yeah. rating gets But you play in gold, up. right? I play in gold three. Yeah. All right, so let me ask you. You you play both sides. You play both sides. Which one's fun? I mean, definitely not bronze. Like, that's I, what I mean. I don't, I don't know I, a single I, I, soul. I pity. I, if it, it, would be, it would be silly for the game designers to have this set up to continue to encourage people to hate their lives. You know what I mean? Like... Like, they are welcoming people into the game. And the game is up in silver. The game is owning cards. Like, come to the game. Get off the grind. Let's go. So, like, I know I'm, 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 totally, I'm totally fine for it. And anybody that has a problem with it probably just really wasn't going to be big here anyway. They'll probably get bored of it in a month. Like, well, and who, who could grind that for so like you're doing it for content right <laughs> well and, and that's I mean, that's part of the thing though is what we talked about with weird beard last week i think is that we saw a big boom in this game because dc skyrocketed because of the airdrop and then i mean when i started my youtube the biggest percentage of viewers were from the philippines and from countries who are like i i want to get these into these games for cheap as i can because I can make more in these games in Axie or Splinterlands or Pegaxie or whatever, more than I can get out of my job, right? <laughs> and so now that those things have fallen away from Splinterlands, I don't think it, there's that many players left besides, as you said, Jim, the bots that are truly with just starter cards. I think, you know, in the chat, people are saying untamed cards. Yes, probably, maybe not everyone has all the starter mm -hmm. untamed cards. I probably don't even, I don't know if they pumped in price maybe uh, since the announcement maybe. yesterday. <laughs> I don't know. Serpentine uh, Spy price going up? Let's find out. Uh, I already Serpent got my gold. We're good. Serpent of Eld spammed in silver and bronze. And <laughs> there you go. You want some uh, cards that are going to pump here. But yeah, Jim, I want to get your thoughts though. As a, as a player, you know, I know you have cards, but Putting on the perspective of maybe a new player, how do you think it affects them? Is it a big deal? Does it not matter at all? Um, I think it it definitely matters uh, for them, 100%. But I also do think people need to start having assets in the game, right? Like we look at however many people you want to pull up 
<laughs> the more assets you have in this game, the better off you're going to be. The more return you're going to get, it just gets better for you inside the game. And I understand a lot of people can't be putting the money into it. And at that point, you really don't have any other choice. It's sure yeah. it's it's rough for you, but it's also bad for the overall game. If you can have some guy who has a thousand bot accounts that are doing exactly what you're doing and pulling out like 10 bucks a day, $20 a day, whatever it is, right? Yeah. And they're just taking that money out of the game market with putting absolutely nothing into it. And they even bring this up. They even brought this up in the town hall. The people that are using the bots are spending $10 and Splinterlands gets that $10. Mm -hmm. It's not going into the market. So they're trying to find out another way to put that money back into the market. Mm -hmm. so. Yeah. And I think, you know, there is that sense of, you know, yeah, if you're not putting anything into the market, you're actually just extracting value from the game, which we've seen in tons of games. That's why they all pump and then they dump because everyone's taking money out of the game, which is not actually healthy for the entire economy and for all the players that want to actually engage with this game. You know, first yeah. and foremost, this is a game. And I understand, you know, that's my community, right? Like I'm, I feel for all the krills, all those people who can't put much in, but at the same time, with the modern format coming, with the car power requirements being halved, we already talked about it's going to be fairly cheap, in a sense, to climb some of these ranks, even if it takes, you know, you a long time because you can only put in, you know, with that ten dollars to start with. And I do like their idea of like, hey, maybe part of that spellbook purchase goes into like, hey, here's a couple credits, go out and buy these starter cards so that you can at least start earning at somewhat. Maybe they'll bring back earnings to that, you know. I, well, I guess bronze three at that point or bronze two at that point right it would only be 500 power before you start earning dc so it shouldn't be that hard to hit but i don't know it's going to be really interesting to see how those new players react and you know i think if there is a world where the game is fun enough and we've talked about how brutal it is right now but if we're beard and the team as we talked about last week can make this fun game fun with just the starter cards i think that's going to lead up to people being like okay now I'm ready to actually own my cards. I can see why I should put in 50 bucks to get to silver three. I can see why I want to, you know, invest 200 bucks to get into gold with leveled up summoners. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. I, I think it's a, not that detrimental. I, I think it will feel bad now because we've seen the other side of it, right? Like we've come before this change, but six down, six months down the road, when new players are coming in, they won't know anything different. And I don't think it will be like a big shock to them. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, I, Sorry, I'll I'll say I'll say this one because I I, I really just kind of was very negative. Let me give you a little bit of encouragement. If you want, if you want to succeed in this game, you will have to put in money. In your real life, find time to generate a little bit of extra income. It doesn't have to be big. If you can, like, if you're at the age where you can go walk up and down your street and go shovel some driveways for like. 10 bucks put that 10 bucks in the game you got a driver's license you can go drive for uber eats or you can deliver groceries with shopify or something do three of those a week and 20 bucks or something like that put 20 bucks a week into the game or something do something with your time outside of the game like an hour in game in bronze will not yield you near as much as driving somebody their groceries okay mm -hmm. do that 
with the mental commitment that everything that you're doing is coming into the game. You're not taking away from your family. You're not taking away from the house or gambling or anything. You are literally committing to a task to build this thing that you think is going to go somewhere. This thing that you believe in and this thing that you want to enjoy. Do it. Yeah, That's cool. why I'm liquidating my physical trading cards. I was doing the same thing. <laughs> like I'm not funding this game. Like I, 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 I talk that you know. I, yesterday I spent two hundred and fifty dollars on everything that I needed, right? But like that's because I've been selling what I've been building for eight years. I'm selling these things to fund this. Like I'm not taking anything away from my family. I'm not made of money, but I'm making that sacrifice, and I promise that you can too. There is a way for everyone that wants to be a part of this to be a part of this right well even if you're in a place where you know the job economy sucks you're in an underdeveloped nation you don't have assets to sell off i mean heck that's why on my alt account with one dollar i'm at least now doing just the weekly battle challenge post and i'm adding you know five ten bucks a week into my account to go hold dc buy up cars whatever i want to do buy packs i mean that's you know an extra potential 40 bucks a month that you can just one 30 minute post a week which is which honestly is pretty pretty great <laughs> yeah i mean it's pretty insane that just talking about the game you can earn rewards and i know for some people mm -hmm. it's not the most fun thing to do but the share your battle challenge is super simple and you know who, who knows if that will be there forever but i'm taking advantage of it for now right mm -hmm. yeah <laughs> and that's the thing sometimes you have to pay attention to short term uh uh investments and then also long-term investments as well like you were just saying you don't know how long this thing is going to be here but you're going to try and take advantage of it for as long as you can to get mm -hmm. that extra little that you can get yeah all right well let's have the most spicy conversation everyone wants to talk about it. everyone in the chat has already been talking about it so let's finally get to it <laughs> All right. The, the, the reason they said these changes are coming, Matt said, which I appreciated in the town hall, if you missed it, he said, I'm sorry, we actually made a mistake with how we have set up this game. And in the sense, allowed for bots to come in, pay Splinterlands and add nothing to the economy for players that hold assets. Yeah. So, you know, I appreciate it. He came out. He said, hey, we've been making mistakes. We're learning. We're trying to grow. This space is new for everyone. I don't know a single play to earn game out there who has not launched or who has launched and not made <laughs> at least a dozen mistakes by now. I if can't not tell many you a more. game company that hasn't <laughs> right. launched and made a lot of mistakes. <laughs> so, so, but the, the reason they said we're making these changes mainly is we don't want bots coming in here, playing with just the starter cards and raking all these rewards. So that, that was kind of the main argument for making this change. We talked about the players, but does this actually affect bots? Are we just going to see the bots make new moves? Is this maybe not take all of them, but reduce them? What are you guys thinking? I honestly don't know what it's going to do for bots, but I don't think they're gone. No. <laughs> there no, just might not be as many. And yeah. if, let's say the amount does stay the same, right? Let's say every single bot that's in the game stays there. But now what they do is cause they actually put more money into those bot accounts. That's, that's a good thing. More cards are getting off the market. They are now um, also helping with the rental market as well. If they are, if that's what it is that they're doing, 
right? Mm -hmm. So, but even if it's half, right? And then they're putting more money into those bots because we already have bots that are farming silver, gold, and even diamond as well. Yeah, yeah, you can't do that with starter cards. Yeah, yeah, that's that's nothing to do with starter cards, guys. Like no. bots aren't ever going to leave the game. It's the parasitic bots that are the really big issue. Yeah. So like I, I, I still like I still face bots all the time that have level three mm -hmm. sea monsters. Like that's that level three sea monster, like that is your example of you made the bots buy all the cards. Like yeah. they still they still buy the cards, right? Now your sea monster is the most expensive common. Oh, I thought you were going to say broken. Yeah, it's definitely <laughs> well, broken. Probably both. <laughs> so, like, I mean, so sure, like, yeah, the market is, you know, going to benefit, you know, here. But, like, it's not it's not going to change the, uh, the the bots specifically. But, like, I would, I would, I would make sure that everyone knows that, like, Splinterlands didn't make a mistake. The mistake would have been taking that money and being done with it and just being like, we're rich now. You know what I mean? We built this thing, we got all the money, and now we're done. Look at what Splinterlands did with that money. You know what I mean? Look at the team that they've built here and look at like the foundation that they've laid to be able to now stand on that foundation and be like, all right, now let's try to address this. Because, like, I, I've heard the argument on bots. Like, back in the day, like, you needed bots to get matches. There weren't enough people that were playing the game. You wanted to play a match. Like, I, that's the beautiful thing about Splinterlands. You can literally load up a match whenever, wherever, and it doesn't take but, like, five seconds to get into a match, right? Now, that's because I play Lang00156 and Lang00279. I love like, how you memorized that. Dude, Lang is like this man has like there's many zeros in front of those like numbers, and I wonder if all the zeros go to like nine nine. Because I sure hope not. Oh my god, I've never I, met. I've seen Lang. that player too, though. I've not played Lang nine 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 yet. I'm assuming he's in bronze though, playing with starter deck cards. Or so. is he in champion? And he, he's <laughs> doing a countdown of how many bots. He's made. But no, I, I I think they've existed. I think they will exist. I think we'll see a spike in cards, which will probably piss the players off even more because these people that have the bots have the money to feed the bots. Yeah. Like, we've already just had a conversation about how short, regular human, like, these, like, these people with the bots are a business. You know, they're generating an income and they will absolutely funnel some of that money back into the business if it generates more, you know, so if like, if instead of that money going back into like five new bots into your army, maybe it goes back into loading up the cards on some of the bots. You know what I mean? Like, if they're looking at it from a business perspective, it will still stay a business. It will still exist. And like, we're only talking about like right now to buy all the starter deck cards in silver or not in silver, but in chaos legions gotta be like. 20 bucks max like it's only oh. rares and commons of so chaos legion about for one bcx sure i was gonna say to max out all of those first no no you don't have to but that's what i mean that's the argument the argument is that the starter deck card is always one bcx 
to replace the starter deck card and get the same value for the starter oh, deck card, okay, it's I one yeah. BCX. I, I mean, between Untamed and Chaos Legion, Chaos Legion's probably really cheap right now, but between the both, maybe we're talking 25 to 50 bucks ballpark because some of those Untamed cards are a little bit on the mm-hmm. spendier side for the starter ones. So Someone I don't know. $19 in chat for... Uh... Okay, for all, BCX for all the chaos BCX. Yeah, one. so I mean, you know, that's that's the interesting thing is I, I think you're right, Rogue, that in the sense that if you already have a bunch of bot accounts you're profiting from, you already have the funds to go do that more. Really, all all we're talking about is taking, okay, instead of getting a $10 bot account, now you're going to need $10 plus the $20 for all the starter cards, right? So yes, maybe it bumps and up it's the a one initial. Time, it's a one-time. Right. And, you know, and maybe it, it deters a couple people from starting a bunch of bot accounts because, you know, unless you have, let's see, a hundred dollars, a hundred times, you know, 30 bucks, uh, whatever that is, three grand. Am I doing that right? Yeah. <laughs> three grand. Then you're not going to be able to start a hundred bots off right off the bat, right? Maybe you start with five because you have 120 bucks and then you kind of use those funds to create more. So maybe it slows down the process. But I think you're right in the sense that, it's not going to defeat those bots that already have the assets that are already raking the dough in, and then they can just convert that to more assets. So, I, I mean, Jim, that's one of the things I'm trying to think through is, as you said, Rogue, is that actually a good thing? Because if card prices for all these starter cards are just skyrocketing because everyone, all these bots need them now, and now, you know, we're back to where we were with Untamed exactly. five months ago, where to level up your common card yeah. is a hundred bucks itself for silver level to now max it out it's good if you're holding the assets right we're all celebrating like sweet yeah, i got these cards assets, now worth hundred bucks. Get them. Yeah. but what if, what if you're starting out this game I mean, is that gonna no exactly really like, for some of that new player like i i try to think about it like if i would have started this game back then right so like there has to be a little bit of play time where you're just like eh, how do i feel about this couple reward chests and you're like ooh, that's fun if I had to buy, like when I started the game back in December, like if I had to buy my starter deck cards, oh my, I couldn't afford that. Like, yeah. especially right out the gate. I had no confidence in the game. I knew nothing about it, right? Like I was literally just goofing with it. You know what I mean? And what I had was already like, it was a taste that was enough to get me to be like, all right, let's get going. Let's go to a couple AMAs. Let's learn about this company. Ooh, I like this. Ooh, I like this. All right, I'm going to start buying right i started off with zero so like today sure yeah like and it costs 20 bucks to get people to start getting rewards sure and i like literally just went on a rant earlier being like you need to own assets right but there will be a time again when chaos legion's gone we don't have the new set coming out and prices are just gonna for like steady stuff and i would it would kill me if a new guy came into the game when I came into the game and had to see the prices that I saw and had to buy all those cards. Mm-mm. Wouldn't like it. I think what they've done in bronze is kind of, I think it's good, you know, everything that they've done in yeah. bronze, but like, I don't know. Well, I, I mean, I think talking with Weird Beard last week on that episode, they have a lot planned essentially for people that are just coming to the game to get a taste 
we'll mm-hmm. see if those can roll out so that you know maybe those cards are more expensive but hey they can find other ways with just the starter cards to go do some ghost card tournaments things like that and have some fun and then decide to ghost card buy tournament. up some cards i mean i think it's going to be interesting to see you know you're talking about that cycle rogue you know before chaos legion came out all the card prices were like crazy this new supply it's giving everyone new opportunities to buy in mm-hmm. and you know it, it sounds like they're going to make new sets every single year new reward cards every single year so in some sense there might be every single year i don't know maybe there's a month or two months where it's just like okay everything's ridiculous don't buy it now just mm-hmm. wait for the next set coming out in january 2023 i don't know maybe. jim do you see a cycle playing like that out in the future or, or how do you see that going well i mean they did say yesterday that they do they don't want to oversaturate the market like Magic and other card games do. It's like every single quarter they're dropping a new set for Magic. Mm-hmm. And then aside from that, they're then dropping, you know, special edition sets, whether it's um, things for Commander or Modern or whatever the format is. As soon um, as they, they started selling over... single cards, I was just like, oh, God. Yeah, with the, on, the secret layers. Yeah, I know. Oh, That's right. Beautiful. But <laughs> Gorgeous. Yeah, that. no doubt. <laughs> Um, and yeah, they they were saying that they don't want to oversaturate the market. So there will be, there will be downtime. They stated that they want to create scarcity inside this game as well. Mm -hmm. So they're, they're, it's going to be like that, which is good for the people who get in. Yeah. So it almost creates this weird thing. I feel like of, okay, you get in when the, the cycle is fresh, which all of us, if you're getting in now, you're in when the cycle is fresh, and if it plays out like it did, which, you know, who knows if it will, because we're talking about 10 times the supply of Untamed, so we need to see yeah. a lot more new players coming in. Yeah. And then at some point, we'll all be celebrating, we'll be rich, <laughs> and then, you know, we'll wait for the new set, and then, you know, the cycle resets. I don't know. It's going to be really interesting to see if that plays out, and, you know, will all of us now, at those peak times, just sell off the assets so we can rebuy in with the next set? Mm-hmm. Uh, it's going to make things kind of I don't know, maybe even a predictable cycle each year? I don't know. Hopefully it does get more predictable. Like I my my bold prediction is we'll never see a cycle like we did from Untamed to Chaos. And that's mainly because of the SPS airdrop. The SPS airdrop started at a time where it was already like it was already ramping up because we were in that peak, right? But then they just flooded with free money. And remember, like at the very beginning, this was like what, a dollar per SPS? Like I remember, uh, oh, yeah. I remember seeing like uh, I was on suitcases uh, Twitch. And I was watching him, and I was like, like in my little like naive, I was like, "Are you holding all that SPS?" And he's like, "No." He's like, "They're giving me like four grand a day. I'm buying up cards so I can play in champion." And I'm like, "Oh, that makes sense." <laughs> <laughs> no, just a little guy. I'm like, "Oh, that. Oh, yeah, that makes sense." But like legit, like the amount of the amount of SPS that he was getting per day at that price, like that is why everything was going nuts because the supply was, I mean, the, the money was just there and the cards weren't like you had a bunch of people that were like, all right, yeah, I'm ready to make the jump up into champion and, or like get to that half a million power. Well, and, and when the DEC price was up, you're getting not only more expensive DEC per battle, you're also getting more DEC. So people in, Freaking like gold, diamond, champion. I feel like they're making 25, 50, maybe even a dollar per match out of yeah. DEC. And the cool part was 
they were not extracting it from the system. That's why our prices in cards went through the roof because they were buying up all the cards. Yeah. And so I don't think we will see that again, like in 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 another in another run or in, in another cycle. I think this was a a fun part in time that we're gonna write books about. Be like. Were you in in here? Yeah, back in my day. <laughs> back, back in my day when I had $50 of assets and everyone else had was freaking DEC. rich. DEC was 15 times as peg. What's DEC, Dad? Oh, yeah, no. Back in the day, we had DEC. It wasn't all SPS like it is nowadays. Oh, man. Well, <laughs> going back to the bot discussion, Chaos in the chat saying, are we going about it the wrong way, making them buy cards? Uh, would just using captcha or some way to ban them obviously the team has said we're more bot neutral but i want to get your guys's takes do you guys like the fact that they have bots do you think there should be some captcha do you think there should be some bans you agree with the team what's your take uh, they're i mean they're definitely not going to ban the bots unless they're doing an exploit i'm not I, i'm asking give your spicy take jim oh um if you were in control of splinterlands what, what would your decision be well, all right, all right. So let me give you a little bit of history, and then you're going to instantly know. All right. Um, I used to bot on MMOs a lot. <gasps> what do you think? <laughs> Reason I, being that you did this? I have a video of me getting banned on Final Fantasy XI because <laughs> I botted, and I recorded GM Jail, okay? Like, I live-streamed me getting banned because of botting. Were you uh, doing it just for the resources? Were you selling it off like on these third party sites or what were you doing it for? Yeah, this man's like, why would you why 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 would you bot when you can't sell anything? Like this was well, blockchain. Well, what are you, you doing? So that's the other thing. RMT activity is also another bannable offense in all the MMOs that I played. And I did it in all of them. So now I have a game where I can bot, I can sell the in-game stuff I have. I'm I'm not getting rid of bots. Come on, guys. Yeah. So are you? Why aren't you botting yourself then? It sounds like you're all pro bot. Do are I got to share a screen and show you a photo? Oh no! That's a, oh that's no! Bot? This is, is the day we find out. See? Jim is. We're. Are you? What was the, are you what was the name? Yeah. Are, are you, you leg? leg? <laughs> oh, uh, I gotta go. I gotta go. Leg, leg. Oh my God! It's you. Leg finally revealed. Um, this is but, this is gonna yeah, be hilarious because. I, this is the kind of stuff that'll like carry forever. Like in five years, we're gonna joke about Lang. Like everybody has played Lang. That name pops up all the <laughs> time. <laughs> oh, oh man. Well, Rogue, down. how about you? Because I know you're, you know, a huge card player outside of the blockchain. You know, you used you, you can't, you know, as far as I know, you can't play Magic the Gathering against a bot. I mean, I guess they have the online version, but the in-person in card game. Have you ever faced a bot in Magic the Gathering? Well, because I actually, no, I, I never played MTGO, but I would assume there are bots there. I don't know about MTG Arena because there's no real value in the Arena cards. Like, But MTGO has its own marketplace. Like sure. All those online cards do have. So there might be, there might be stuff but, there. But, but I don't exactly you know are how that like interface a, works. You know, you're sharing that you're a competitive card player. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so I, I will... Does this bug you? There's so many bots? No. No, because, like, a bot's not going to come in and beat me in a tournament. You know what I mean? Like, the bot's not going to waste his time in a tournament, and I don't care that much about ranked. 
You know what I mean? Like my life is in tournaments right now. That's where I spend the majority of the time. That's those are the metas that I focus on, right? Like when you go into like ranked battle for your daily chests and everything, like you've got every card imaginable. You know what I mean? That's fun. That's absolutely fun. But like all the tournaments though start to like really narrow you in. You know what I mean? And the ones that are paying out the most right now, the SBS tournaments are specific to the chaos untamed meta right so like every time i go out into the weekend ranked like i'm kind of scrambling my mind on like what is legally playable what is the strategies and all that stuff so i log the majority of my hours in tournaments um so in terms of that i don't i don't really have a preference uh i would say that bots need to be addressed but not banned but essentially yep Matt's like yabbat's on it you know what i mean he knows that to fix the bots he has to change the economy in a way that disincentivizes and that's essentially the only way that you got to go about it if you still want to be like a free market system and you want to be like customer driven in how the prices and everything go you just have to have an economy that doesn't promote that kind of activity you know what i mean what that looks like right now, I don't know. But the fact that that man doesn't show up every week to talk about it and he sits around and he thinks about these kinds of things, I'm all for it. I, I trust that man. He's going to figure yeah. it out because the system that he has in place right now, this economy that we have right now, I like it. I like it. Yeah. And if he can figure out a way to maintain the value of the assets and to maintain uh, a desire to play and to be rewarded for your play, but disincentivize bots. Yeah. Please. And I think that's, that's one of the keys I think is, can we just curb them in a sense? Because, you know, as a player, like personally, I, I don't like the bots, not even like financial side. We can debate that all day. Is it good for the system? Is it, is it bad? I just, I want to play against humans, right? It's, it's not, it's not even fun to be like, Oh, I'm grinding it out. I'm like really trying hard in this game. And, Player X over here, he has 10,000 bot accounts that are just running daily, and that's the way he's playing the game. To me, just like personally, that bugs me, but not like yeah. not even the, the ecosystem necessarily. And so right. I, I think it's more so, can they find ways to curb it? And, and maybe this is a nudge in the right direction, but not the full thing like we're saying. You know, can, can this be enough to maybe decentivize 25% of the bots to either, you know, cut down some of their accounts or... You know, maybe new bots aren't being made because it's not as lucrative. I don't think there's a world where if you're going to allow bots in the game, unless you really do something like CAPTCHA and, you know, even someone on the chat was saying like, dude, advanced bots, they're going to get around it, which is kind of what the team has said before. I, I just don't think you can make an economy where there is zero incentive for bots ever because there's going to be one person that is going to be smart enough to figure out a way to design a bot, whatever you make the economy, whatever you make the rules are, they're going to be smart enough to figure it out and duplicate that to make a thousand counts themselves. Or I've seen people sell off. Hey, here's the bot technology. Come buy it up for five bucks. So you can run your own bots. So run, I don't think there's the going to be a world. Them. Yeah, there's yeah. not going to be a world without bots. But I think can we just make it so it's not. Hey, this player over here has literally, you know, 990,000 accounts playing each day like that. That is where it gets really frustrating to me. Uh, I just want to have a quick side note. I only bought on two accounts, okay? I don't go crazy. I just test the waters. I like messing around. But... So far. 
So why don't you <laughs> do, do? Do you mind telling us a little bit about, like, kind of like what a day in the life of a bot looks like? Like it's terrible. A, I... <laughs> how, how did you how did you feed the bot? One is it all your own cards? Uh yeah yeah it's all what my is own it, cards. What is it playing in? Um, as of right now, they tend to play in silver. Okay, it's um, sounding a lot like Lang. Question three. <laughs> <laughs> no, like it doesn't have uh, the typical bot name. It is like just my other actual accounts. Okay. Um, um so like the how frequently does it play? Uh, you can set it up. So I'm just using a free version. Um, you get thirty. 30 battles every minute. So depending on how many accounts you, you have, you set it up to where um, you're for sure getting those 30 battles all in the hour. Did I say minute? Yes, 30 you did. Battles in an you hour. said minute. I, I was like, was whoa. <laughs> in an hour. Um, okay. okay. So it sets it up to where if you only have one account, well, then you set it up to where it's attacking or it's, it's submitting a battle every two minutes. So every one account will be an additional two minutes on top of that. So, um, but if you have the the paid version of it, you can just spam it over and over and over. So what and you're saying is the way that we defeat the machines is to run our timer all the way down to zero every battle. Yeah. Do not <laughs> submit your teams before zero. You heard it Bleed here first. Out. We are going to rise against the machines by being patient. We're going to rage against the machines. We <laughs> just slow down everyone's slow. earnings. Slow, slow down your to own zero. Earnings. <laughs> Count it down. And just as you're counting it down and you're like, man, I really want to hit this button. Just understand the tears that that bot is crying because it can't move on. You've got it snared. It's, it's, a, it's a snare. And it's a oh, two and a half man. minute snare. Three minute snare. It's a three so, minute snare. I mean... Yeah, I don't know about that. I hate waiting till the last minute. Exactly. I know, right? Well, this is, is the same thing with the Dwayne renders. Does that all the time, but he just like forgets anyway. He's like, oh yeah, I gotta lock this in and then hurry up, <laughs> dude. Anytime you're recording your streams, I I did that all the time on my stream. They were getting fierce. Like I had a, a highlight video of like, yes, you can go past zero. <laughs> yeah, you, <laughs> you can, can absolutely by, go past by zero like ten <laughs> seconds. It seems oh, like. Dude, it's so nerve wracking. I hate it. <laughs> But no, uh, I, I I think I think we could absolutely. Maybe it's the same thing like a rentals market. Like everybody, like if everybody joined together and was just like, yes, we will. I mean, I don't, commit. I don't think that's going to happen. I, I, even if it did, I don't know if that would solve the thing. Well, no, because right, yeah. all the humans leave, and it's just bot be bot, and they can still farm, right? Right. Oh, my other question: What's your win rate? Um, it's like ten percent. So- so how it works is it takes information from the bot itself but then also online for winning strategies depending on the rule set yeah so i mean like if there's one thing to where oh this one lineup of cards wins 78 percent of the time right yeah and then go with so it. yeah so then like you have a really good chance of of winning that um but the other thing is if you go up against the bot the same bot really they know that exact number as well, and they're most likely shipping that lineup as well. Okay. You, you actually get a lot of draws when if you're running a bot because, well, you're going up against a lot of other bots that That's have the perfect. exact same number. Nobody gets paid for draws. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> so, this is perfect. I, I'm curious from your perspective, though, what? like what's the reasoning behind this? Because, I, I mean, I don't really have a problem, as I said, with like a person like yourself having two bots. Like that doesn't really piss me off. Like yeah. the, the people that have, like, as I said, tens of thousands of accounts. Yeah, that ridiculous. is what drives me nuts. Does it piss so, you like, off that Kroger put in like self-scan machines? Because you know what? That's what Jim did. He could have <laughs> humans running these accounts, but instead he gave it to a machine. Well, well and that's what I'm curious man. about. Is it just the sake of time? Is this just a test I'd for love you? To have this... scholars. Guys, if you're interested, let me know. Um, I got some decent cards. <laughs> so, sake of time, is that is that really it for you, or what? Uh, this man wants SBS. I don't know. Are the rewards that good? I mean, is it like it's, super lucrative? Or? It's it it is nice, but sometimes I'm just like, I could have just rented these cards out and gotten like more value over the course of the season, and and that was honestly the problem that I had before. It was like, why would I climb when I could just rent out everything, get more DEC, which was a lot more money back then mm -hmm. um especially at the end of the season it was like one day i would make like over three thousand dec renting my stuff at the end of the season and it was like 30 bucks or something like that it was ridiculous mm -hmm. i'm like why am i gonna want to get all these chests like no just give me that money i will now then spend it on cards that I really need rather than getting the rewards. Yeah. yeah. So what, what's, what's our final takes here? It sounds like none of us are saying bots are dead. Of, co of course not. This isn't going to solve everything, but no. what, what percentage do you feel like in your heart or maybe some, some mind power here of how much does this actually change? Do we see maybe a, a 10% nudge, a 50%? Like where are you guys kind of feeling this change? Is it, is it really successful? Just kind of mildly successful? Not a big deal I could at all. See, I could see like a 25 to 35% reduction. I could see that. Ugh. I don't see. Okay, let's say let's say 20% reduction, but let's say 3x on starter cards. Oh, we're, we weren't go. talking about prices. Of go stuff. buy them now. <laughs> in my in my opinion, like that's the only way that this goes, right? Because because you don't erase all the bots. All the bots have to buy this card. There yeah. are a lot of bots. Yeah, you know what I mean. So like, we are absolutely going to see a spike in these cards if mm -hmm. that goes through, and that's why I'm almost hesitant. Like to like, I'm I'm almost like my hot take is think of something else. Think of something else because I don't. This isn't this isn't it. Yeah, I think maybe just a, a maybe as you said, Jim, maybe 10, 20% movement. I mean, I, I can't imagine that as we've talked about, the bots that already have all these cards, they're gonna be fine. It's yeah. maybe just stopping a few players that just are looking to do the spell book and spam mm -hmm. that over and over again. But I don't know. Someone would have to really give us the bot numbers of like, are most of these bots here at bronze three? Like, is that the most lucrative? Is to like just buy the spell book and nothing else, and that's why this is going on? Yeah, or is it actually cool. lucrative to put in the 100 bucks to get them to silver three and just send your bot off to silver three? I don't know. Hey, dude, I can't imagine. Like, and, and that's where, like, I wish I had the data. I wish I had the data because I, I hate speculating on this, you, and I know that know the data is out there. I know the data is out there. 
I would you love to I sit down you, with Luke? all of this. You know, I will just... sell. I will sell all of my packs. Okay, I'll sell all of them, or I'll just crack all of them and then get that many bot accounts. <laughs> okay, uh, then get all the starter cards for them to see how good this is. <laughs> there you go. There you go. I mean, I I think as you're saying, Rogue, at least maybe puts the price up of untamed cards. I still don't think Chaos Legion cards are going to see that much of a bump until packs sell out because if if a common card for Chaos Legion is all of a sudden a dollar, why would you ever buy that? Just go buy packs at that point because the pack value is going to be insane. Um, right? Yeah, real quick, I do have actually have to be getting out of here, guys. Yeah. Okay. Well, we can just we can just close it off here. Jim, this was a great time. You want to shout out first and uh, let us know where people can find you at. Yeah, you guys can find me on Twitch at Jim Morgan H&H. I don't really use social medias like ever. It's a little toxic, so I try to just stay off of that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but I stream on Tuesday for the Splinterland stream team uh, right after Luke, which I'm sure most of you guys have seen me. And um, also on Thursday at 3 to 5 p.m. Central Time. And if you guys, again, are interested in tabletop gaming, which soon we should have that splinterlands board game which i'd i'd love if they could hook me up with it um if you guys are interested in any of that stuff so board games card games uh we do that on hobbies and happiness on youtube sweet well thanks for coming on jim for number three out of five nice job getting the record there rogue (laughs) want to shout out anything as we wrap up today yeah no i appreciate you thanks to uh thanks for bringing me back on um I have very simple to follow. Just please give me a follow on uh, Peak D. Uh, I post stuff on 3Speak and Peak D. I love the Hive blockchain at this point. I am of the same opinion about uh, social media right now, so I don't. Not on Twitter, <laughs> not on YouTube, not on Facebook. I don't have any of that. Um, I stream to Twitch occasionally, but it's pretty sporadic. So if you want to see me stream regularly, I do the Splinterlands TV Monday night, 9 p.m. Eastern to 11 p.m. Eastern. Have a really good time there but if you are looking for a guild i have 11 spots open in ygg legacy that i need filled because well, we got to talk about that later bro no. <laughs> okay don't be, don't be throwing out spots with that guild yet sorry right, buddy jim's got it covered he's got it covered. all right well we'll we'll see maybe i don't have spots but if i do please all uh, 11 of my bots i mean what oh boy let's hope not let's hope not well as we wrap up i i do want to touch on two points uh real quick weird beard put out there for everyone to know in case you can't read the chat or you're listening on the podcast afterwards someone wrote about you know what game chess whatever it is is bots allowed well turn the tournaments are coming where kyc is going to happen is weird beard saying that at least the most competitive parts of this game, bots won't be allowed. And he's also saying that you'll have uh, see it as eliminating a lot of bots in Bronze League. So it's a little more spread out. And hopefully, the at least the new player experience in Bronze isn't just bot after bot after bot. So I just wanted to shout out Weird Beard from the Splinterlands team. But thank you, Rogue and Jim, for coming on there for episode five. Hope you guys for enjoyed. Me. We'll see you guys next week. 